there. Welcome to another life-transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwit Achero. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this moment that you've granted unto us, that as we kick off this prayer, be with us and speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we just want to go straight into the Word of God. We've been looking at the exploits of um, of faith, and I want to continue from where I left. We looked at four of them. Today, we're going to look at the fifth one, which is faith for reversing uh, situations supernaturally. Faith for reversing situations supernaturally. You know, their, their situations, honestly speaking, look like they're reversible in life. I mean, you might go through something and it looks irreversible, but faith has the power to overrule what seems irreversible. Faith, you know, is an intangible force that tends to overrule even the natural laws. Faith is the intangible force uh, that has the power to practically, you know, overturn tables, to practically, uh, you know, reverse situations that look irreversible in our lives. I mean, you can agree with me that sometimes we go through stuff, we go through situations that look impossible to change or impossible to reverse. But faith is that intangible force that is able to overturn such situations, to overrule uh, some laws and to, uh, to reverse situations that irreversible are irreversible in our lives. You know, sometimes you can go through something and you feel like it is over. I can't change this thing. I can't, you know, reverse this thing. I cannot um, turn this thing around. And, and you can feel hopeless. You can feel like your life is over. You can feel like, I mean, uh, your hopes have been dashed to the ground. Your vision, you know, is over. You can feel like um, you will never recover. You see, but faith has a way of turning things around in your favor. Sometimes you can even feel like you can never recover some of the years, you know, that you have wasted. But let me tell you, um, through faith, you can be able to re recover, you know, everything that you have lost. Faith is that intangible force that God has granted unto us to be able to reverse, you know, irreversible situations in the name of Jesus. And so today, we're gonna pray for that quickly, you know, uh, we're going to pray for faith to be able to reverse situations, you know, supernaturally. Faith to be able to reverse uh, uh, situations supernaturally. Amen. So I'm ready. I, 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 I'm sure you're ready to pray this morning. And I'm sure you're ready, you know, to reverse some things. Today we're going to reverse some things. And I pray that even as your faith levels rise up, that some of the things you felt are lost some of the things you felt you can't recover you can't recover time you can't recover some you know opportunities you cannot change a situation i want you to know that through faith today that you're going to recover it in the name of jesus i pray for you i prophesy over your life i declare over your life that as you step into a moment of prayer that what is irreversible in your life you're going to reverse it in the name of jesus and you're going to experience the blessings of the lord upon your life quickly let's go to mark chapter 5 that is where our prayer uh, is emanating from mark chapter 5 from verse 21 the bible says now when jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side a great multitude gathered to him and he was by the sea and behold one of the rulers of the synagogue came Jairus by name and when he saw him he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly saying my little daughter lies at the point of death 
Come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed and she will leave. He knew that if Jesus came to his house in the nick of time to pray for her daughter who was on, on her deathbed, actually she was almost dying and, and, and this ruler begged Jesus. Look, this was a ruler. He forgot about decorum and fell at the feet of Jesus and begged him. You see, when you're desperate, you forget about, you know, your position, you forget about... Um, uh, your status. I mean, when you're when you're really going through something, you'll be desperate. You know, I see people in church sometimes, and 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 I can tell that they don't know what desperation is. I can tell they don't know what you know begging Jesus is. You know, you can be in a situation where you don't care who is looking at you, you don't care, you don't care about your hair, you don't care about your suit, you don't care about your shoes. I mean, you will fall down. You know, in the presence of Jesus, just fall down to the floor, flat on the floor, lift your voice and just cry unto God that God may be able to visit you. The problem that we have with Christians in our generation today is uh, we, we are not desperate for God. We, even we sing the song, you know, I'm desperate for you, but you can tell. You look at people's faces, you look at people's, you know, posture, you look at their disposition. You can tell that they are not really desperate and hungry for God. I pray that you'll be desperate for God. I I pray that you'll be hungry for God. I pray that you will run to God, run to Jesus and honestly beg him to be able to reverse some situations in your life. Look, all of us, we need some situations to be reversed. All of us, we need some circumstances to be reversed. But you see, it will depend on our earnestness. It will depend on our desperateness. It will depend on how, you know, we, we, we are really desperate for Jesus to be able to turn this situation around. But you can see, I've been a pastor for a while. You can see in church, I mean, people are going through stuff, but they're not desperate. They don't really want God to move in their lives. They're very casual about it, the way they worship, you know, the way they serve God, the way they pray. They're very casual about it. It. That's why sometimes even the prayer leader has to tell people, lift up your voice and pray. You know, he has to tell them to be serious. He has to tell them, you know, to be really, really passionate about their prayer. But look at this man. I love his posture. He begged him honestly. He came and fell at his feet. He fell at the feet of Jesus and begged him uh, honestly. I pray that your desperation for God will go to the next level in Jesus' name. You will stop being casual. You stop just being ordinary. You stop being, you know, this man, this woman who comes to God and, and, and thinks that God is his peer. You will come and seek him desperately that he may be able to minister to you. This guy fell regardless of his status, regardless of his position. He was a very important guy in the society. He was a ruler for heaven's sake. But look, he fell at the feet of Jesus and begged him honestly saying, my little daughter is almost dying. You see, if you're really desperate, I'm telling Telling you, you will fall at the feet of Jesus. I pray for you that may you fall at the feet of Jesus and beg for mercy. May you fall at the feet of Jesus and cry out to him this morning. May you fall at the feet of Jesus, you know, in desperation and cry out to him to change a situation that you're facing in your life that you feel like this situation is irreversible. <clears throat> And so Jesus, what did she do? What did Jesus do rather? What did Jesus do? Jesus went with him. What did Jesus do? He went 
with him and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Look, there were people around Jesus at that particular moment when Jairus was desperate, but you can see that they were just okay. I mean, it's only Jairus who fell at the feet of Jesus. The rest of the guys were just around Jesus. And that is the picture of the church today. A lot of people are in church, a lot of people are around Jesus, but you don't see desperation. They behave as if everything is okay. But as I've said, everybody here, you need God to turn a situation around. It can be a health problem. It can be a mental issue. It can be an issue in the family. It can be an issue in the family, in the marriage. All of us, it can be an issue in the ministry. All of us, we have something that we want God to desperately turn it around. So they started going. And I want you to follow this story keenly and see something here very powerful. So they started going. They are going to Jairus's you know, house. He has caught the attention of Jesus. His desperation has arrested Jesus. His desperation has elicited empathy and compassion in the heart of Jesus. And so they have started on this journey to go, you know, to his house. Then verse 25, these are the things you don't want when you're desperate. You know, these are the things you don't want to come your way when you're desperate, when you have just caught the attention of Jesus. You don't want Jesus to turn his attention to something else. Now, verse 25, now a certain woman, oh my God, when I read this, I said I was just feeling for Jairus. Then a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years, and she had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was not better, but rather grew worse. Now, we were talking about Jairus. Jairus is in a desperate situation. You do want a story like this to come in, you know, when we're just, you know, almost getting to Jairus's house. His daughter is almost dying. His daughter is, you know, she's, she's, she's just taking her final breath. She's almost dying. And Jairus knows that if Jesus can get to his house on time, that the daughter will survive. Here comes a woman with the issue of blood and she interrupts the miracle that Jairus is supposed, is about rather to receive. She comes in and this woman also is desperate. So Jesus is faced with two people who, is, who are desperate for a miracle. He's faced with two people who are really, really, you know, hungry and thirsty for a miracle. A certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and he had suffered, she had suffered many things from many physicians and she spent all that she had and was not better but rather grew as we know the story. And when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him. She also came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. And immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see multitude, the multitude thronging you. And you said, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith, daughter, your faith. You see, Jesus had to stop. I can imagine what was going, you know, uh, through Jairus's mind. I can imagine how he felt at that point. You know, part of him was happy that the woman was healed. But part of him was frustrated because the woman delayed, you know, delayed the arrival of Jesus in his house and he had a desperate situation in the house and here is a woman also who has a desperate situation she has she had been bleeding for 12 years and she interrupted Jesus on his way to Jairus's house so Jairus was happy for the woman but at the same time he was feeling for her daughter who was almost dying and this woman received a miracle because of her faith her desperation 
you know, caused her faith levels to rise up. And she went, pressed through the crowd and touched the hem of Jesus' garment and she was healed. Wow. Wow. Now, while Jesus was here, look, Jesus is now delayed. Jesus has now stopped. He was on his way to Jairus' house. He stopped because of this woman. And this woman received her healing. While he was speaking to the woman, while he was trying to get to know, you know, who touched him in the crowd, and he's speaking to the woman, verse 35, a very sad story here. Verse 35, while he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, your daughter is dead. I can imagine how broken the heart of Jairus was at this, at this particular moment. He was forced to move from celebrating the miracle of this woman to mourning. I mean, he was caught in between two conflicting emotions. Part of him was happy for the woman and part of him was mourning for the daughter. Part of him was happy that the miracle had taken place in the woman of, in the life of this woman who had suffered for 12 years. And part of him was mourning, you know, was mourning his daughter. And, you know, theologians say that uh, the daughter was almost the same age, you know, of, uh, of, of, of the suffering that this woman was going through. Part of him was happy, you know, that the woman was healed. And part of him was sad that the daughter had just died. He was in between two conflicting emotions. He was in between two conflicting situations. I can see him turn from just celebrating and clapping that the woman had been healed to tears rolling down his cheeks and he was sad. Oh my God, I can just see his face. And um, what does the Bible say? The Bible says, and Jesus, I love Jesus. And Jesus, I love Jesus. Uh, Jesus, oh my goodness. And as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. Do not be afraid, only believe. Oh, have faith. I know you have received bad news and the news sound irreversible, but he said to this ruler, only believe, have faith. It is faith that healed the woman with the issue of blood. And it's the same, same faith that Jesus is telling the ruler, Jairus, to have regardless of the news that he had just received, that the daughter was dead. Now, when death happens, death is final. It looks like it can never be reversed. But Jesus looked at, the, at, at Jairus and he could see the fear in his face. He could see the hopelessness in his face. He could see that this guy, oh my goodness, has just received bad news right now. And he told him, only believe, have faith that what is irreversible in your house will be reversed in Jesus' name. This morning I need to tell somebody, have faith that what is irreversible in your life it will be reversed in the name of Jesus. What seem impossible in your life will become possible in the name of Jesus. If you can just believe, if you can just raise up your faith level, what cannot change, you know, what you see as irreversible in your life, in your body, in your family, in your marriage, 
I want you to know that it can change in the name of Jesus. And it will change as you pray today in the name of Jesus. What seem impossible in your marriage, in your life, in the lives of your children, in your family, you can see it. It's a problem that has been there for years. It's a situation that can be, has been there for years. What is in your house that looks irreversible? Only believe, have faith, and it will be changed in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over you today as you pray that what is in your house that is irreversible is going to change in the name of Jesus. What is in your house, what is in your life, what is in your life that is irreversible is going to change in the name of Jesus. Can we finish this story? I love it. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be afraid, only believe. And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Now this time he says, Now nobody is coming with me. I'm just selecting a few people to come with him. Verse 38. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a tumult and those who wept and wailed loudly. And when he came in, he said to them, Why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead by a, but asleep. Look. Look at how faith views situation. He says, this child is not dead. He's just asleep and I came to wake him up. And they ridiculed him. But when he had put them all out, he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying. Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kumi, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. Little girl. I say to you right now, arise. That irreversible situation, it will change today in the name of Jesus. That situation that looks impossible, I speak to it right now. I declare Talitha Kumi. May it be changed in the name of Jesus. And immediately the Bible says, the girl arose and walked for she was 12 years of age. Look, I didn't even know it was here. I thought it was just theologians who came up with it. She was 12 years of age. So that means the time she lived on earth is the time the woman with the issue of blood was suffering with that issue of, of uh, without issue, with that issue of hers. And so this is a miracle uh, within the same span of time that was initiated by faith. I love this. Isn't this powerful? You know, and they overcame and they were overcome with great amazement. But he commanded them strictly that no one should know it and say that something should be given to her to eat. This morning, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pray for irreversible situations. This morning, we're going to pray for every situation that is irreversible in your life, that God may turn it around in the name of Jesus. He healed a woman. Because of her faith, she had gone to different physicians. She, has, she had moved to, you know, from one doctor to another. It seemed like the, the, the disease was going to kill her. But when she raised her faith and touched Jesus, her situation was turned around. Jairus' daughter was dead. She was get, he was getting ready, you know, to go and bury her. You know, the people were already at home. They were wailing. They were crying. They were weeping. You know, they were behaving like a tribe I know in this country, which wails and weeps, you know, when somebody dies. And they mocked Jesus. They laughed at him, you know, when he said that she's not dead but asleep. But Jesus, because of faith, Jairus had faith. No wonder Jesus, you know, pulled him into the room because he could see that this man has faith. You know, when he had faith, 
the situation that was irreversible was turned around in the name of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, this morning we are going to pray and restore or reverse what looks irreversible in our lives in the name of Jesus. I don't have time, you know, to go deeper into many other scriptures, but we are going to pray. What is it that is irreversible in your life? Some of us is a sickness, is a chronic disease, and we're going to pray about it in the name of Jesus. Some of us is something that you lost, is an opportunity that you lost, and you feel like it will never come around. You know, some of us feel like it's something that you went through and you lost something. Something was broken. Something was destroyed in your life. Some of us is time. You feel like you lost time and you'll never recover time again. You feel you're old and you feel like those opportunities that came when you're 20, when you're 30, you know they are lost. But today, I prophesy over you that as you pray and as you seek the face of God, what seem irreversible, what seem incurable is going to be turned around in the name of Jesus Christ. This morning, I want your faith levels to rise. I want you to be like Jairus. I want you to be like this woman with the issue of blood. Don't allow your situation to scream at you until you feel like God cannot move in your life. Don't allow your situation to overwhelm you until you feel like God cannot work in your life. Don't feel like you're too old that God cannot reverse and help you recover some things that you lost when you are young in the name of Jesus. Every irreversible situation I prophesy that as you pray it will be turned around in the name of Jesus. Every irreversible situation, a situation that looks impossible, a situation that looks like it will not you know, improve. Today as you pray, today as you seek the face of God, that situation is going to turn around in the name of Jesus Christ. I prophesy over you today. I don't know who this is for. There's somebody here who was almost giving up. There's somebody here who was almost throwing in the tower. I mean, you, 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 you gave up on your dreams. You gave up on that miracle. You gave up on that thing that you've been, you know, you know, believing God for. Today, I'm praying for you as you pray for yourself that that situation that is irreversible, God is going to turn it around in the name of Jesus. There are people here there is something that died in your life your vision died some of some people here your marriage died and you don't see it coming back to life i pray and i declare that is going to be reversed. That situation is going to be reversed in the name of Jesus. That circumstance is going to be reversed in the name of Jesus. There are people here, you've been bleeding for 12 years. You have sought medical attention from one hospital to another and nothing has changed. And the last report you got, the doctor gave you a few years to leave. He told you that this thing is going to kill you. You're going to go with it to the grave. I stand here as a prophet and I declare to you that that situation will be reversed in the name of Jesus Christ. That situation will be turned around in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You stumbled on this broadcast for a reason because God wants to turn your situation around in the name of Jesus. God wants to reverse some stuff in your life. It doesn't matter what the doctor has said. It doesn't matter what psychologists have said. It doesn't matter what the experts have said about your situation, about your 
life. I be, be, believe in what I'm saying today. Let your faith rise up. Let your faith be stronger. Let your faith be like the faith of the woman with the issue of blood. She said, if I can just touch, if I can just press through the crowd and touch, my irreversible situation will be reversed today. Be like Jairus. When Jesus told him to believe, he believed that even though the daughter was dead, that the daughter was going to live again. I want you to believe God for great things this morning in the name of Jesus. I want you to believe God for mighty things this morning. I want your faith to grow stronger. Today you're going to experience exploits. Your faith is going to activate exploits in Jesus' name. So don't be worried. Don't be afraid. You know, Jesus told Jairus, don't be afraid. Only believe. Don't be afraid. Don't, don't be afraid. This morning I'm telling you, don't be afraid of what the doctor has said. Don't be afraid of what st statistics are saying about your condition. Don't be afraid about the history of your condition today. God is gonna turn your situation around. As your faith levels rise, as you pray with all your heart, as you raise your faith in prayer, I want you to know that your situation is going to turn around in the name of Jesus. Something that is happening in your house that you don't like, something that has died in your house, something that has been destroyed in your house, something that has been damaged beyond, yes, uh, beyond repair in your house, God is going to reverse it this morning, even as you pray in the name of Jesus. Every woman with the issue of blood in this broadcast, may God reverse your situation in the name of Jesus. Every gyrus with something that is dead in your house, may God reverse your situation in the name of Jesus. Every man, every woman, every family that has gone through a situation, that has gone through a circumstance that looks irreversible, may God visit you this morning. May God visit your house this morning. May God visit your life this morning. May God step in that mess this morning. May God step in the ruins, in the ashes this morning. And may God turn that situation around in the name of Jesus. May God turn tables in your favor in the name. I don't know who this is for, but I feel like I'm prophesying over somebody's life this morning that may God reverse, may God reverse. I hear the word reverse. May God reverse the damage. May God reverse that situation. May God reverse that dead situation. May God reverse that dead circumstance in your life in the name of Jesus. May God turn it around in your favor in Jesus' name. My God, my God. I hope you're ready to pray this morning. I feel the glory. I feel the anointing. I feel the resurrection power of Jesus Christ flowing, uh, flowing, flowing, flowing to you flowing to your house, flowing to your life right now in the name of Jesus. Are you ready to pray? I want us to get ready for prayer right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The first thing that we're going to pray for is healing for incurable 
diseases. Now, we have diseases that are curable, but also we have diseases that are incurable. We call them chronic diseases. Diseases that you just have to manage and keep living. You manage, you deal with the, you know, with the, with, with the symptoms and it's like palliative care so that you can just live. We want to pray for incurable diseases. This woman had an incurable disease. The daughter of Jairus had an incurable disease that killed her at the age of 12. This woman had an incurable disease that she suffered for 12 years, but Jesus still healed them. Hallelujah. In 2 Kings, I want to share with you another story here quickly as we get ready to pray. Verse 2 to 6, the Bible says, Ezekiah, you know, was told he was going to die. He was sick and he was told this sickness was going to kill you. But the Bible says Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. And he started reminding the Lord some of the things he had done, you know. And while the prophet was on his way out after delivering the bad news, God told the prophet, go back and tell Hezekiah that I'm going to add, I'm going to heal him and add 15 years you know, to his life. Any incurable disease in your family. Some of us, we have incurable diseases in our families that have been moving from one generation to another. May it, it might be asthma, it might be cancer, it might be leukemia, you know, it, it might be diabetes, whatever it is, you know it, you can see it in your family. We are going to pray today that God is going to reverse that story in your family in the name of Jesus. Some have kidney failure. Some have multiple uh, sclerosis. Some of some have HIV. Some have Parkinson's Parkinson's disease. Some have you know rabies, cancer, arthritis. You can mention as many as you you can see in your family. Mental issues, depression. I want you to pray today that God will turn that situation around in the name of Jesus. Cancer has become a menace in many families. Families are dying of family members are dying of cancer. You know, we're going to pray that God will reverse that story in your family in the name of Jesus. He healed the woman with the issue of blood. He healed this girl. And you can see that this sickness, this disease was taking them to the grave. But God came through and God, Jesus came through for them and turned the situation around. Today, you're going to pray that incurable diseases will be healed in your family, in your home. You can see it with your brothers, you can see it with your sisters, you can see it with your parents, you can see it with your grandparents, you can see it with your great great grandparents, you can see that there is a line of that disease in your family, and that disease keeps moving. It doesn't want to leave your family, it keeps moving from one person to another. It is perpetuated in generations after generations. Today, you're going to put it to a stop in the name of Jesus. May your faith rise and may you reverse that trend in the name of Jesus. Reverse it in Jesus' name. Reverse that trend. Reverse that pattern. Break that pattern right now in the name of Jesus. Break it. Break it in the name of Jesus. Break it. Put it to a stop in the name of Jesus. The second thing that I want us to pray for quickly, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness, is irreversible situations. Irreversible situations. That's what we're going to pray for. You know, there, there, there are situations that are irreversible. For example, when you look at Sarah, she was past the age of conceiving. 
She was past that age. Naturally, it was impossible for her to be able to conceive. But, Mungu Ninani, he turned her situation around. So we're going to pray today as well that every situation that is irreversible, barrenness is irreversible, that God is going to turn it around in the name of Jesus. How about Hannah? She had a situation that was irreversible. Same husband, co-wife getting children, but her, she was not getting children. Her situation was tough. Her situation was irre irreversible. But when she went to pray, the Bible says God opened her womb. I pray that God may open everything that is closed in your life in the name of Jesus. Oh, did you say amen? I prophesy everything that has been closed, everything that is irreversible in your life. May God open it up right now in the name of Jesus. Are you ready to pray? Come on, lift up your voice and pray. You know what is irreversible in your life. You know what cannot change in your life. Naturally, is difficult. It cannot be reversed. But lift your voice right now and stand on the miracle of Sarah, on the miracle of Hannah, and begin to claim yours as well in the name of Jesus. The last one that we're going to pray for, we're out of time, but we're going to pray about this very, very quickly is a damaged soul, fractured soul, damaged emotions, messed up minds, and hopeless broken hearts. You know, you can be in a relationship and that relationship devastates you. That relationship wrecks you. That relationship rips your heart apart and you can give up. You can say that I'll never be loved again and I'll never love again. You can feel it is hopeless. To try and be in a relationship with somebody. You know, you can say, I can never befriend anyone. I can never date again. You are broken. You are fractured. You are damaged emotionally. You are messed up in your mind. But I want you to know that God can reverse that situation as well. In the name of Jesus. You can recover. You can be healed emotionally. Your heart can be healed. Your soul can be healed. In the name of Jesus. Anyone like that here, I pray for you that may your damaged soul, may your fractured soul, may your messed up mind be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Anyone here whose heart has been broken so many times that you feel like you're bleeding every day, your heart is bleeding. You're like this woman with the issue of blood. Your heart is bleeding every day. Your soul, your soul is in anguish and turmoil every day. Your mind is messed up every day. I pray that may you receive healing. May God reverse. May God reverse the painful memories that you have. May God reverse. May God reverse in the name of Jesus. May God reverse. May God reverse those painful memories that you have. May God reverse that experience right now in the name of Jesus. May God heal your emotions. May God heal your mind. May God heal your heart right now in the name of Jesus. I send healing right where you are in your heart, in your soul, in your mind, in the name of Jesus. There are people who are so damaged that they, it even interferes with their relationships. It interferes with their marriage. It interferes with anything they want to inter it interferes with their jobs today i pray that may god intervene in your life right now in the name of jesus may your soul be healed
May your damaged emotions be restored in the name of Jesus. May your hopeless, broken heart be restored this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive healing. Receive restoration. May God reverse the devastating effects of the experiences that you went through in the name of Jesus. And from today, may you love again. From today, may you trust again. From today, may you work with people again. From today, may you become friends with people again. From today, may you trust that people who are coming into your life are not coming to destroy you, but they are coming to be a blessing to you in the name of Jesus. May you trust that the things you wanted to do in the past, you can be able to do them again because restoration is your portion in the name of Jesus. Restoration is your portion in the name of Jesus. Restoration is your portion in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The last one. We are out of time, but you're going to pray about all these things during the day in Jesus' name. Some of you feel like you have lost years. You have lost time and you'll never recover it. But today, the Bible says that I will restore to you the years that the kankan worms and the palm wines, the locusts, and all those creatures have eaten. Today, may God restore years to you. May God restore years to you. May God restore days to you. May you recover time. May you recover days. May you recover years in the name of Jesus. My God, I want you to shout and say, I will recover the years that I've lost. I will recover the time that I've lost. I will recover opportunities that I've lost in the name of Jesus. God is reversing. God is reversing that situation. You will recover time. You will recover years. You will recover opportunities in the name of Jesus. Even though Jairus thought that Jesus had delayed to visit him, I'm telling you, Jesus recovered time and he didn't just heal the daughter. He restored the daughter back to life. God is going to do the same to you in the name of Jesus. You thought that he delayed. You thought that he took too long to get to where you were. You thought that he delayed to get to you when things were looking up. But I want you to know that he is the resurrection and life. When he steps into your life, you will recover the time you have lost. You will recover the opportunities that you have lost. You will recover what you have lost and you thought you will never capture in the name of Jesus. May you experience a recovery of time. May you experience a recovery of years that you lost. May you experience a recovery of the opportunities that you lost. In the name of Jesus, you shall recover. You shall recover. You shall recover. May your faith rise to realize that you will recover. You will recover time for marriage. You will recover time for ministry. You will recover time to have children. You will recover time for your business to pick up. In the name of Jesus, God is reversing the situation. God is standing tables in your favor. This morning in the name of Jesus, I usher you into a season of recovery. I usher into a season of experiencing the impossible in the name of Jesus. I usher you into a season of, re of experiencing what people say can never happen in your life. May you see those things happening in your life in the name of Jesus. Receive it this morning. Receive it this morning in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. And Father, we bless you. We thank you for doing it. We thank you for doing it. We thank you for doing it 
in the lives of your people. May you walk in it. May you experience it today in the name of Jesus. May you have faith that what is irreversible is reversed in Jesus' name. Before I finish, let me make this declaration over your life. Father, I pray for everyone that is watching that has gone through a difficult time, a difficult season, and they felt like what they have gone through, what they have lost, they will never recover. I prophesy over their lives today, may they recover what is irreversible. May, re may they reverse what is irreversible in the name of Jesus. May it be their portion. May it be your portion right now to the glory and honor of God's name. And we all shout a big, loud, Amen. Amen. It is done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and celebrate Jesus. My God, Lord, we bless you. Lord, we glorify you. Lord, we magnify you. Thank you, Jesus, for it is done in Jesus' name. Things have changed in your house. Things have changed in your life. Things have changed in your marriage. Things have turned around in your business. In the name of Jesus, begin to walk in newness of life. I see the woman with the issue. I can see her in my mind, how she left that meeting. She was happy. Her fountain had dried up. She didn't have to cover herself anymore. She didn't have to try and stop the bleeding anymore. The miracle had taken place in her life. I see that woman. I see that child, 12 years of age, going out to play with other children because God had done it. I see you celebrating. I see you doing the things that the situation said you can never do. I see you do the things that people said you will never do. I see you apprehending things that people say you will never have. I see you enjoying the blessings that people said you will never enjoy in the name of Jesus. It's a new season for you. My God, it's a new season for you. Hear me. Let your faith rise. I see you enjoying the things people say you'll never enjoy. I see you driving things people say you'll never drive. I see you living in things people say you'll never live in. It's a new season for you in the name of Jesus. I see you stop going to the hospital for visit, hospital visits because it's a new season for you in the name of Jesus. I see you getting children. I see your children being dedicated. I see you walking down the aisle in the name of Jesus. I see things that people say will never happen to you begin to happen to you right now from this very moment in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, 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 in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. I see you becoming a high flyer in Jesus' name. What they say you could not have, I see you having it in the name of Jesus. It's a new season for you. It's a new season for you. Walk in this season. Walk in this season. Operate in this season. In the name of Jesus. Hear this prophetic word I'm releasing to you today. Believe in it. Let your faith rise up to believe that what was irreversible is now reversible in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for doing it in the lives of your people. In Jesus' name. And we all shout a big amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazutechero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.